Hello. Welcome to episode fitting. Is it 15? Episode 15. I don't know what episode it is, but welcome back to Foot on Your Neck, uh, TM Copyright Productions Incorporated. TM. Trademarked. <laughs> Trademarked. It is. <laughs> with the apostrophe. We having fun with it. Yeah. Today, we have a very special guest. Yes. Never before seen. Never before seen. On Footy on Neck Productions. They never seen us either. Yes, they have. Y'all know what the fuck we look like anyways. <laughs> we have a very, very special guest. We love her. I don't know if y'all, do y'all know her? I don't know. I don't think a lot of people know her. Anyways. I don't think a lot of people know her. <laughs> you want to go ahead and introduce yourself, guest? We love you. I love y'all too. Y'all do love <laughs> Am you. I allowed to curse? You can yeah. say whatever the this fuck This is our you internet, want. bro. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Doje. I'm a senior. That's pretty much all I got. My name is Doje. Mm-hmm. I'm a senior. Period. Mm-hmm. Majoring in philosophy, low key, and African American studies. Graduating. Whoa. Very important part of being a senior. Graduating. That's it. I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be with these two lovely women. Thank you. We specifically chose this woman, this black woman to be on our show for this episode specifically because, as she said, her major is philosophy. And if you know Doje, she is the philosopher. Yes. Philosopher, Don't she will no argue questions. you down. Don't ask me no questions. Well, today <laughs> on our show, we're gonna ask you. You go here today, like I'm pretty sure. Literally, every single one of my responses is gonna be like, "Well, what do you mean by so define?" But it's okay. That's part of your answer. <laughs> uh uh-uh. uh Yeah, I'm, I had to come over here <laughs> mentally prepared for my brain to be twisted. Oh, up. our first year, we did. We did this. We did this, like, what are we talking about? In Were fact, we in philosophy of mind together? Yes. The only philosophy mm. class I took, I had, I knew I had to take the Dolce I would not survive. And I'm it so... Was sick. It was a mess. Wasn't it, like, I really was, early in the morning, too? It was at the only 8 a.m. I've ever taken. I remember. I took yes. a picture of y'all in the elevator it on your sick. way to class. I will never do that again. Mia was in getting dragged by her road. hair. I, I remember that. <laughs> yes. Embroed. <laughs> oh yeah, so it was far. Like, not too. only eight o'clock in the fucking morning, but in bro. That's the white devil working hard. Like very why? hard at work. Very hard at work. Like I used to see my breath. I should not be up that early. Yeah, like when you was younger, smoking cigarettes. And, like, <laughs> that's what it felt like. Like you smoking cigarettes. <laughs> I used to do cold. that every way on the way, every day on the way to class, just Ooh, to make shit. myself feel better. <laughs> Ooh, Ooh, shit. shit! It feel like I need to smoke. <laughs> Y'all are funny. But But yes, today's topic is spirituality slash religion. Yes. Yes, so we have some good questions. I think it's going to be a fun conversation. Yeah, my brain is. I'm ready to jump to How does everyone identify? First. Oh, let's go. Okay. Oh, yeah, you right. Excuse us. I thought we was fucking leading the show, but okay, we got you. (laughs) You can lead the show. <laughs> yeah. Hey y'all, welcome to, <laughs> welcome to welcome to how do you identify? No shit right. That was literally our first question too. Oh, really? Yeah. I was yeah. like, let me set yeah. the crown rules. That's why I was perfect. Yeah. So I don't disrespect nobody's Community religion over here. Yeah. Yeah. Who wanna go? How would you go? 
Since you asked me all the I questions. I don't identify. I don't, I don't identify. If it feels right, it is right. I know that there's a motherfucker up there. What their job is. Mm-hmm. I really don't fucking know. I don't I don't think that whatever is up there, whoever is up there, however is up there, I don't think that they're this like overarching power that determines right and wrong and sends you to heaven or hell. Like I don't think that happens. Mm-hmm. Um I also know that I believe in reincarnation, so throwing that out there, but definitely not a fucking Christian or Catholic, definitely not I think the I don't fucking know. That's the whole <laughs> yeah. That's the gist of this. Really? But I don't go to church, and you will probably never see me dragged into a church because I'm going down with the fight. <laughs> <laughs> and that's on that. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I'll go. So I kind of I don't really have. I think I have, believe in more of a universe universal type of I don't know spirituality mm-hmm. not Christian because I did grow up Christian but I don't identify that way and like I'm still definitely trying to figure it out I kind of believe in reincarnation but I'm just I don't know like maybe there are other lifetimes after this like mm-hmm. after we die that we move on yeah. to so like kind of exploring that idea but yeah I don't believe in heaven and hell necessarily like all I don't really know Cause that's hard. I feel like there's a lot of binaries and a lot of stuff that we like think of mm-hmm. in terms of spirituality, but it's a spectrum. Yeah, like you know, I kind of just take it as it comes. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I might settle down and become Muslim one day. Actually, like seriously, I really, <laughs> I'm, I'm really, I'm, I'm I've really thought about it before. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready to go. go. I'm on. I'm on cold. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's me. Yeah. Um. To me, the Jenna grew up Christian, and I don't really like the word Christian. When I hear that word, it's like very white, very white, very European. So mm. I make it a point to specify that, like, I identify as particularly Baptist, and yeah. like my the way in which I think about Christianity is very black, very, you know, like not at all nothing to do with the fucking Europeans or the Crusades and none of that shit. But that's a real. That's a part of the history that comes with that word, which is a different space than in which I think that I practice it within. So mm-hmm. that's something. But yeah, Christian Baptist specifically. That's how I do. I grew up Catholic slash Christian slash Baptist too. Mm-hmm. That's interesting because I feel like my mom switched around <laughs> with religions a lot. That's funny because yeah. she grew up Catholic and then. She also was involved with, like, Nation of Islam for Mm -hmm. a hot second. Mm Because that was, like, a thing that black people did. So it was, like, you know, it was not anything out of the norm. And then she decided to convert back to Christianity, like, I think, later in life. But she Mm kind of bounced. She does a lot. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Flexible. That was my my point. Yeah. (laughs) It happens like that a lot. Like, definitely, when, like, I grew up Catholic just because, like, you always grew up what your household is. And then, yeah. like, I chose Christianity um, as a, like, fuck you to Catholicism or maybe a fuck you to my grandma. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. <laughs> One thing I will say, though, I love 
church music like church music that's my soul right there like when i be hearing a church song like you cannot tell me that church spirit is moving yeah like i feel it i really feel it in my soul so like church music i could really do but like just seeing the development of like preachers and pastors within a lot of churches it's like y'all gain a little bit of hype and mm-hmm. you preaching a whole nother word like you asking for tithes five times a service <laughs> like it ain't no reason every 20 minutes i gotta give y'all ten dollars but yeah church music and i went from catholicism christian baptism which i really love baptism because it's just a whole bunch of niggas and y'all just being niggas like, yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 I like that too. I think it's interesting, like, well, like, because it, it just sounds like, or like beyond like what we like to share, but like just people talking about to them like growing up and about how like they inter- encountered religion. Yeah. Like a lot of people talk about like what religion you grew up as, but I think as a child I was never taught about like the spiritual aspect, but more so like. How you practice a religion? You get up, you get dressed, you go to church, you do communion every first Sunday. You only wear these, you know, all these rules, but nobody ever talked about like the spiritual aspects. Mm-hmm. You know, that was something that we had to like walk into on our own, like when we were in like high school, or even like some people in college. You know, yeah. Like, why is that? That's not a crazy thing because like I know, like as a kid, I was really, you know, like experiencing new things. I had questions about like, why am I here? What am I doing here? You know, like. I don't feel like even though I grew up in a church and I was very involved with it, I still did not have those answers to those questions. It's like, that don't make no sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So you mean, so by spiritual, you mean like your connection with like yeah. your creator, like whoever yeah. or whatever is above you or mm-hmm. yeah. bigger than you? Like. <clears throat> yeah. Or maybe that's a question. Do y'all think that like spirituality and religion are two different things? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think, I yeah, what I just described in terms of being spiritual Religion is definitely, like, the rules and, mm-hmm. like, the practice. Like, when I think of religion, I think of, like, usually there's a book or, like, mm-hmm. a set of guidelines mm-hmm. or stories or whatever it means. Yeah, like, the Bible, the Quran, like, mm-hmm. the Torah, mm-hmm. everything else, those types of things. But spirituality is more, like, definitely, I don't even know how to explain it, I think. I don't even know if I have a definition for it yeah. <laughs> or I'd be able to verbalize it. I don't think that, I think that that's the point of spirituality. It's like, it's not verbal. It's not verbal. Like, it's something that's, like, felt Mm. rather than Mm -hmm. taught. And I think that's why, like, as a kid, like, you do identify as being religious. Because it's like, you can't really be taught a feeling. Or you can't really be taught, like, well, you having a connection with your higher power is a feeling within yourself. Because you'll look at, like, I would look at somebody stupid if they said that when I was six. Like, yeah. bro, can we just go to church? Like, that's my relationship with God. Mm-hmm. But, like, once you get older, it's like, I can feel when you're with me. And I can feel when you tell me I'm not doing, like, you're not, mm-hmm. we're not on the same wavelength. Same wavelength. Yeah. Yeah, you're that's right. Point. That makes a lot of sense. sense. That's funny, because I used to ask my mom, like, how do you know God talking to you? Like, <laughs> I really asked my mom once, like, because, you know, because they always talk about, like, you know, like, our, I feel like my parents are always like, oh, like, 
okay, God, I hear you. Like, just out of nowhere. Like, <laughs> like I'd be like, girl, I'm like, in my mom. Ground. Okay, God. Yeah, yeah. Like, or she about to curse. I'm like, okay, okay, Father. Like, what? Like, and I would be so confused. My mom still does that to this day. But yes. I vividly remember asking her about that. And she's like, you know, sometimes it comes in like a vision or like, mm-hmm. that's, I think that was the one thing I really remember her saying. Like, or a vision or a message or something like that. Like, yeah. but it was never still like, you could not describe to me what that looked like for yeah. you. Like, you know, like, I think that was the problem. And I was like, I can't conceptualize this anyways. Like, <laughs> like I'm gonna move on, you know? And tell me what, tell me if you say something about me. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, why you got him on the phone? Yeah. <laughs> Can you tell him why? Ask me if I want a PlayStation or an Xbox. <laughs> No, for real. He's got him on speed dial. Yeah. Like, you always hearing him. Yeah, like, you got the main line, mom. <laughs> <laughs> it's always very, like, contextual and personal, which is why, like, mm-hmm. it makes sense as to why, like, it can't be taught. And I think that's also why, like, in all honesty, like, religion, like, disgusts me. Religion, like, in a lot of ways, is sometimes in direct conflict with, like, spirituality in some ways. In a lot of ways, I think that it... Like, practice can help build, like, spiritual attuneness or, you know, like, yeah. things like meditation and those types of things are, like, tools. Or even, like, prayer. I think prayer is a great, like, tool to, like, focus your spirituality or, you know, to manifest the spiritual power that we have as people or as communities. Mm-hmm. But, like, religion has all these crazy, like, rules that are not at all, like, humane or aligned to, like, humanity's nature. Yeah. Or at least not That's not even humanity's like nature cuz I think humanity has a nature to be very chaotic and like evil at times. But like, you know, like the good part, like it takes away from the good parts of humanity in a lot of ways also. So, I don't know. I think that spirituality is just I tend to even though like I identify as Christian, if the spirit if my spirit ain't right about this, I'm not doing it. I'm not going to that church just cuz like Y'all like the service and everybody going there because it's fun and it's cute. Like, I'm sorry. That divides us off. I'm not doing it. You know? (laughs) Yeah. So, I I don't know. I think that conflict is a really interesting space between the two. I think I also have a problem with religion because it's so man-made. And, like, we talked Mm -hmm. about this, but, like, one, I'm not saying I'm spiritually lost, but I'm definitely still, like, in the process of figuring out what that looks like for me. But because I'm so involved with looking for objective truth, like what is the truth of all of this? Like what is that baseline? But it's so subjective. Like everything is subjective. Like there is no like, you're not going to find it because it's different for everybody. But like with religion, like the books just, they're all handwritten by someone and that just doesn't compute with me, I guess. Like, that's why I've always had a problem with it. Because, like, we create all these structures around what we should and we shouldn't do. But it's like, who said that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> who said that? Like, said you know, like, yeah. and like you yeah. said, it doesn't align with, like, human nature, really. Like, what things we're naturally inclined to do. Whether or not it's, like, oh, sex before marriage. Marriage is, like, also a human structure. So, it's like, I don't know, that, I don't even know where I was going with that. But that mm-hmm. just made yeah. me think of that. It just has so many um, trash, is the best word I can think of, <laughs> ideals embedded into it. But it's also, like, I used to get in so much trouble because, like, my grandma used to be like, yes, yeah, the Bible, we should read it, we should follow it. And I'm like, 
why? And she's like, cause like it's old, like it's it's how we should be going. I'm like, <laughs> okay, but who wrote it? And she's like, God, Jesus came now. Da, da, da. And I was like, who's like what language was that? And, and do you think black people were speaking that language for it to be translated from anybody that was black and anybody that wasn't in power and anybody that wasn't mm-hmm. white? Like, I really used to get in trouble because I'm like. This is a white man's book, sweetheart. Like, <laughs> we didn't have nothing to do with that. And mm-hmm. I don't agree with most of the things that are in it. Sorry, and she just, <laughs> she just, like, never really, like, I never got the answers that I wanted. So I guess that's mm-hmm. why I'm like, yeah, because y'all can't answer my questions. Like, other than, like, it's just something, it's something bigger that you have to believe in. It's like, I can believe in that without... Like, being one of your sheep, sweetheart. But I also understand, I understand people who are religious, and I understand people who need to go to church and who, like, practice their spirituality that way. Because it's, like, a lot of people do need structure in order to feel like they're doing something. Mm -hmm. Like, they need an actual, like, they need a village behind them. They need that fulfillment of actually physically being somewhere and, like, practicing the Bible and like hearing hearing someone speak because that's how they roll like a lot of people need to outline their papers before they write them like they mm-hmm. need that structure and those those rules fulfilled so they can like check off a box I'm guessing and like yeah and feel like okay I'm a good I'm a good this I'm a good that I'm a good catholic I'm a good mm-hmm. yeah and yeah. I think like yeah. even at the at the end of the day like the the rules of it all can are like that structure and like having a community to do things with that we do this together. Think about like things like Ramadan or like fasting. Like mm-hmm. it helps. Damn, I thought left my head that quick. Oh, like everybody in this <laughs> life is searching for like some amount of truth or mm-hmm. like some yeah. type of insurance about what's gonna happen. Even though like in reality, like I don't think that that's ever possible. <clears throat> like cause we we can't live in the next moments of our lives. Like there's no insurance, but everyone is hoping yeah. to get that. Mm-hmm. So. I get it in that way. It's like how that can be really helpful in like, you know, like not losing your sanity, you know, right. yeah, which is a real thing, but yeah. that gets, <laughs> <laughs> but, no, no, like, yeah. but that be- it becomes a problem when like, I think people corrupt religion. Cause I think at mm. the heart of it, like religion doesn't have to be bad. I don't yeah, think anything right. like has to be bad, but people like disrupted so much. Mm-hmm. Like, and I was, like, telling John, like, I think for me, like, growing up in a Baptist church, like, as a kid, I was like, this don't make no sense. I got a lot of questions. Okay, nobody give me no answers. <laughs> but once I got older and I started to experience things, I was like, oh, my God. Like, you know, like, I was referring back to, like, my experiences growing up in the church. I was like, okay, this is what, like, they were talking about. And this is what this is. Mm-hmm. But I also, like, felt comfortable, like, to ask questions and to kind of push up against those things because I feel like I grew up in a really healthy environment where it wasn't like my pastor wasn't like some weirdo you know like it was somebody who yeah. like was a person I could go talk to them and like mm-hmm. it was just a good setting but then like once I got older and the my old pastor passed away and then like things changed and people in the church changed and it became a negative it was like I don't even like these people like I don't want to go here you know mm-hmm. and so like even beyond like the religious the religiosity of it all like people like affect how like you interact with like religion and spirituality and I think sometimes that individual part the the 
contextual part of it all gets like lost because mm-hmm. every like church or every like <clears throat> group of people who practice a religion like every cult they not the same but it's really it's a <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the practice or the the it's the intentionality that takes it to one place or another mm-hmm. where it's like this is insane it, it didn't like yeah it can become what is it group mentality what is it yeah, yeah like in that sense and that's what really makes yeah. it like okay, I'm going to have to dip off. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, I really <laughs> hate it when people don't ask questions. Mm-hmm. Like, we do this just because. Yeah. Do I don't you, like that either. Like, mm-hmm. where's the what foundation? Yeah, and it's yeah. not even like, and I think a lot of people think it's, but in like how we were saying, like how people need it to like rationalize their like existence, you know, mm-hmm. is like, you can't ask me that question because there's no other way for me to conceptualize my life without this being true. And I get that, like, feeling like that's being threatened, but yeah. you should want to push up against that because hopefully for you, you have some kind of, you have a faith that's strong enough that you you know that it's going to stand up to these questions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, let's do the work, you know? And I think a lot of people, particularly older people, don't want to do that. Oof. <laughs> yeah. Call out my grandma, please. Girl, right now, probably all of our grandmothers, <laughs> all our deacon deaconess boards, man, like deep in it. Yeah, I still that. No, okay. Oh, we already did that. How do we identify? Oh, do souls exist? I love this question. In black people? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, well <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, I'm <laughs> kidding. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I got soul. I'm super bad. <laughs> what do you think? Um, I, I definitely know that souls exist. I, well, I don't know shit actually. Like, but <laughs> I 100% believe that souls exist. I believe that souls are the things that we refer to when we're talking about ourselves. Because I don't think that our bodies are us i don't i've never once looked in the mirror and said like this is me like i've always felt like there's something deeper that's me that i when i say i am referring to that gives this body life other than the organs that are pumping blood through it but like there's there's a part of me that will exist beyond this body's existence that's interesting way to describe it I think that's a good way to describe it. Yeah. Well, you you almost lost me when you say you looked in the mirror and you didn't know. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> where I was like, I'm familiar <laughs> with this. Huh? I'm familiar <laughs> with this body. Of course, we all we've all grown up in this body. I'm familiar yeah. with it. I know that it's like, but it's kind of like my outer shell. It's like, like not the complete. Yeah, it's most not. It's yeah, yeah, it's not what I would say. Like, it's like. What's Doge? How do you describe Doge? I wouldn't start describing my body parts. Like, like I, I describe like yeah. my heart, my like soul. attributes. Yeah, of your. That's interesting, and I think most people do that. But that's like yeah. an interesting way to like create the delineation between like the physical and the like spiritual part of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, could also be insecurity, but. <laughs> no, just, just let me just kidding. sprinkle that let in there. Let me sprinkle that I look in the mirror and I don't see myself. <laughs> <laughs> Trauma no, alert! Trauma alert! 
Messy. Yeah. You need to get a soundboard with a trauma button. I feel like I just invalidated everything that I said. No, that, that was a shit. joke. For the record, all that shit was good. Yeah, that was that was great. Oh, that's just good. We always, for some reason, whatever we talk about, we always end up getting back to trauma. <laughs> <laughs> At the root of it all? There should so literally we're... be like a button that y'all press, like, okay, pause. Now we're about to talk about trauma. Yeah. Like, it's trauma time. <laughs> yeah, but, no. Do you believe in mm-hmm. souls? Absolutely. <laughs> I think, like, Judge Hayek's one of the best. I don't people. Even no. <laughs> I really oh, you don't to care. For no. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I think, I think, this is something, too. Like, me and Jana were talking about, we ended up talking about, like, religion after we recorded last week's show. Yeah. And I think that, like, the same way that, like, whiteness and racism, racism and capitalism and, like, all these structures that we use to like apply privilege and delineate people from one another Mm -hmm. the same way that they fail at like adequately assigning people like they fail they do that very terribly like i think that Mm -hmm. the way we talk about like religion is religion is spirituality we also fail to do that like yeah the words just will never match up to our feelings Mm -hmm. are like like human nature you know like it it Mm -hmm. will never line up to what it should definitely and I think it's the same thing when we try to like incorporate like race into that. Like, of course, I I would like to think that all human beings have souls and that all human beings want to be good people and that they want like the best for other people. But I also know that because of systems like whiteness and imperialism and slavery and oppression, I can't walk around here thinking that particularly white people who have this massive amount of privilege over me as a black woman want the best for me because that could be dangerous, you know, to my yeah. well-being. So... I don't know if they got souls because our souls exist in two different ways because of the way <laughs> our society has made us, you know, yeah. navigate those spaces. So yeah, that's I'm kind of saying no because your like your soul's existence is almost in direct conflict with mine. Oh, that's a word. <laughs> that's <laughs> a fucking word. Yeah, that was good, huh? <laughs> I mean, because like it it is, you know, like yeah. I literally like the only reason you're allowed to be a powerful white man is because I am a. You know, like, or not even just me, but, like, I am a black woman. Or, you know, like, I have all these other identities that are in a on the other end of the spectrum to you. So it makes you look a certain way. And you have this different space to play and experiment with your, you know, your spirituality, yourself within. And I think a lot of them don't. So that's interesting. So is our soul what makes us moral and good? Not what I think so. Mm, that's... I think so. That's a question. <laughs> That's a question. It's like, if you just, how you delineate it, like, from the physical and the, like, spiritual, mm-hmm. my body is not deciding if I slap somebody or not. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I'm So then I'm your soul my is brain. the mind. So the mind, the soul, and the body. No, I think, I think like, this is, like, if it, if it had to be, like, a hierarchy... Yeah. I think my soul is at the top. Yeah. Like, that's where I make decisions from. Okay. Mm. So, you know? people can't just have bad souls? Like, your soul is corrupt. I have a point. I don't know. <laughs> I have a point to I'm exercise. you in. Put me in, coach. I do believe in souls, and I think you summed it up very well, Doge. But I also think, I think within that, people exist in the world with a purpose. So, mm-hmm. like... Some people have a purpose of just literally being chaotic, and that's their soul's purpose. Like I've been She's thinking about you, this. Yeah. Like me, no. Like I really think. Like okay, this is when I really came to this conclusion. Yes, I was zooted, but 
Best I was time. watching Real Housewives of Atlanta. Okay. No, I'm more so than being high that discredited. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I also just been I was watching just, just been seeing a lot of crazy images on TV. Like Keeping um, up with the Kardashians. Tiger King. Like, especially Tiger King. That's when and then Real Housewives of Atlanta confirmed it. But Kim on there, the white woman, mm-hmm. like just like she has no purpose on the show, like just and just like her purpose in life is literally just to go shopping and talk shit, which is a lot of people. But they're also like a lot of the women on that show were doing big shit back in the day. Like Candy is a music writer, like a songwriter, music producer, and like mm-hmm. Cynthia is a model and like just like doing other shit. But like some people really only exist on this earth to cause chaos. What is it, Joe Exotic? What the fuck is this man on earth for? <laughs> to collect tigers? Like, I just feel like that's nobody's Carol purpose Pat, but to yeah. just fuck around. Like, you know, everybody has, like, not saying that that's, like, there's only two, like, chaotic and good, but, like, you know, just, like, serving different, like, purposes. So, in that mm-hmm. sense, yes, I feel like there can be, like, good and bad souls. Mm, I, I agree with you. I, I agree with the, I think everybody in this life has a purpose that their life is ultimately supposed to be working toward. Mm-hmm. But I think that everybody's purpose in life is inherently good. <laughs> well, okay. In no. that sense, I think maybe it's more for balance. No, let me, no, let me, I think, <laughs> I think that you're right. I think a lot of people, I think everybody has a purpose in life that is inherently good, that is supposed to contribute to the world mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in a positive way. Mm-hmm. But I think that people who, like, I think we all have choices to do good or bad. Like we mm-hmm. yeah. we have we make those choices, and I think that those people like Joe Exotic who who <laughs> exist in consistently chaotic ways, they make choices to continually go against like their per- like you know like they make choices that do not align with their purpose. Because I don't think that mm. like I don't know. I think I think it's tiresome and like not a positive space to be in for like somebody like thinking about like somebody who's like a serial killer. Like yeah, my purpose in life I'm supposed to kill people. But maybe it is. I don't know if they a psycho or sociopath because that give that feeds them positively. You know, like I don't know, but I don't know if I don't. Maybe I just don't want to believe that. Like I don't think nobody has a has a purpose in life to be like. Yeah, my purpose in life is to cause people pain. Mm-hmm. I would hope not. <laughs> I don't think people think of it that way either. I just think that that's per- other people's perception of it. Like exactly. But that's exactly, that's why I'm kind of like maybe a serial killer. This is good for them. I don't know, you know. But like, <laughs> I think that that's why I believe in reincarnation. So I agree with you. Like, I think that everybody has a purpose that will ultimately contribute to the good of the world. But I also think that not many people fulfill that purpose in their first life, and not mm. many people want to fulfill that pers- purpose mm-hmm. in their first life. And I don't believe that your soul rests until that purpose is fulfilled. Oh, you think it's so the same the only reason. Well, I think there's one purpose for each soul, oh, and you wow. keep you keep coming back to this fucking world until you fulfill that purpose. Mm-hmm. And that's right. That's why, like, I believe that souls can be blocked. I believe that souls can be like dark. I believe that souls have energy, and mm-hmm. like, if their energy is dark when they're reincarnated into a life that um, is inherently dark, like if you're reincarnated as a white man, like. Your life is probably, like, a rich white man with wealth and, like, not only financial wealth, like, you got property all over the world. Like, your soul is probably going to inherently be dark because of the <laughs> way that your your body has an outlook on the world. So, like, mm-hmm. when you reincarnate, maybe you'll reincarnate as a, as a black mother, like, and, like, I believe that your soul hopefully 
I'm praying that like your soul lightens through lives and that purpose becomes clearer and that's an interesting like idea because I think when I think about Mm -hmm. purpose I think about it within like what my the the, like yeah like my lifetime you know like in my lifetime my purpose is this but it's not like connected beyond like how I experience time I've never thought of it like that but then it's also really interesting it's beautiful that's why when I say my that's why when I say that I when I say my it's not it's my soul yeah yeah that was good. Yeah, it's interesting. <laughs> yeah, you make me think. So, okay, but you also said something about how white men. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we've reached our cap. About yeah, I was just episode. about to say we <laughs> just hit the mark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I also think that. Um, oh no, no, you said that once a spirit, a spirit, a soul, a soul. Um, Are like, those interchangeable? I'm asking. I don't know. I don't know. I, don't know. <laughs> I, I was like, were y'all waiting soul. for me to answer? <laughs> no, I think in my head, like in my head when I hear spirit, I'm thinking about like, you know, like when you're churching, like catching the spirit. Yeah. I feel like a spirit is a moment or more so uh-huh. of a shared thing, but I think a soul is very innate and intimate. Like, okay. I have a soul, you mm-hmm. know, like, but like a spirit is like. Roaming? More, not even. Fleeting. Yeah, maybe, Ooh. like, fleeting and more so communal. Like, I think that, like, spirit is something I can practice. But people are, like, you know, like, when I'm having fun, like, there's a spirit of, like, fun or, like, cheer. You know, like, it's yeah. it, it's more, like, buildable and malleable than a soul. Like, I don't think you can change a soul. Yeah. You know? Okay. But the question you said, once a soul gets to choose their purpose, they, like, get rest. What, what do you mean They're by rested. That? So... I don't yeah. believe in a hell. I don't believe in a hell. <laughs> I don't believe in a hell. Um, just because I believe that earth is hell. I believe that when you reincarnate as a worse person, that's Sorry. your hell. I didn't mean to lie. <laughs> earth is hell. Like, we're, we're, this is our hell. Like, we're in hell right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm nervous. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I really no, it's okay. like I, y'all, I probably shouldn't have said my name at the beginning because if I ever decide to do anything and they pull this shit up, like I'm going to jail. No, you'll be okay. No, you're not. You'll be just fine. But I'm good. I don't really give a fuck when I look like I I got multiple. So pick one. Exactly. Um, what was I talk? Oh yeah, I feel like Earth is hell. Are you the body that you can be reincarnated into can be your personal hell, and then when your soul rests, there is some type of relief that you're granted, like some type of heaven, some type of like gathering of souls that you get to participate in, huh? And then just live or just be, just be for the rest of eternity, just be yourself. I think that it's also a choice. Like, I think that it's also, I think that once your soul is at rest, whatever higher power there is, you have a way closer connection with them. And like, you got the main line to them. And so like, you can choose, this sounds so terrible, but like, I feel like you can like, choose to be reincarnated in like, for a specific purpose in the world. Because you already fulfilled your first purpose. So, like, say I just need one of my, like, 
how somebody just somebody could do something that's like wow you're really a god sent angel like i feel like sometimes those people are literally god sent angels like god sent mm. souls that were put on this earth for a soul reason and mm. i feel like that that would be so you obviously wouldn't know like i'm a god sent angel but like i feel like once you do things were aligned to be that way yeah like mm-hmm. you were part of the plan mm-hmm. mm. but that also could be bullshit like yeah but it's just something that i've thought about a lot mm-hmm. i i do i believe in heaven anyhow and the main reason that i do is because i'm also a like i really believe that like we make choices and i i even though I do think that, like, people are inherently good, I know that people make choices that are not good, you know? And I don't think that you... I think you're going to have to answer for the bad things that you do mm-hmm. outside of this life. Yeah. And I don't know... I haven't thought that far as, like, I don't know what hell might be, but I know that... I don't think that heaven could exist without hell. Like, I don't think they can exist without each other because... Like, I know that there's good and bad things in the world without, like, people being assigned to being good or bad. Like, it could be somebody who, like, I was like, oh, sister so-and-so, so-and-so, she might be in hell right now. You know, I don't know. Oh, I, like, wow. I'm, I'm just, like, that was a little dark. But I'm, like, <laughs> I don't, I'm not, I haven't thought too far about, like, how the judging process goes or how, like, you know, how people are sent there or what that looks like or, you know. But I do think that both have to exist. Like, I can't. It doesn't make sense for me to just think that you can just go to heaven. But this, I also, like, I think reincarnation is a thing, but I don't know how that fits into my brain. Like, I, I entertain this idea, but I don't think I believe in reincarnation. But I, I don't think that it's not real. I don't think that nothing is not real, because I don't know nothing. Who am I saying it's not real? I just know what I, like, think might be true. Yeah. And that's really all that matters, because it's me thinking, you know? Like, anybody <laughs> yeah. else, anybody else in my brain. Yeah. But... I don't know, cause if if so if like souls are as finite as like I initially re- was thinking of them as, then I think heaven and hell are the only like they can't one heaven can't just be the thing, like both have to coexist. But I don't know. What do you think? I think okay, cause it's just hard for me to visualize hell. Like I don't <laughs> and heaven. Like I think I have zero concept of. I mean, I have like images that I've seen on TV, like, mm-hmm. you know, it's burning fire, like, mm-hmm. sli- whatever Do you the watch fuck. The Good Place? No. The TV show The Good Place? No. I think you should watch Have it. you watched Lucifer? Because you should watch that. No. I should watch it. <laughs> I was very skeptical because I was like, does this make me a different person? And then I was like. Yeah. But no, you were talking about, like, imagery and I, like, I think a lot of times when we talk about hell, it's like, fiery. Yeah. yeah. Like, and I think that's why yeah. I can't, like, I don't really know I, I think that's why I can't I don't believe in it because it's like I can't conceptualize it in mm-hmm. like a way that makes sense to me mm-hmm. like because I think that also just makes me automatically think okay we're just reincarnated into the next life and like that is your punishment mm-hmm. so like Whoa. yeah like into your next form whatever that is and like you have to deal with whatever is like put your way yeah. mm-hmm. so like I don't know I forgot what question I was answering but <laughs> you believe in heaven yeah. and hell. Oh, yeah. okay, yeah. yeah. Like, no, I don't know what that looked like. And like heaven, I've heard it could be like 
whatever you want it to be. Like, you could meet all your family members that are people that, like, died in your life up there. But mm-hmm. I don't know. if if Have y'all ever seen The Lovely Bones? Yes. Like, that's what I keep thinking of. I read the book of. and watched the movie, I and it's too. so sad. I, it's, yes. it's, but I think I also think of it in, I think that was one of the first times I ever was like, oh, maybe that could be heaven. Like, because she was just kind of like, she was in purgatory, Roman, yeah. yeah, for a moment and still kind of reliving a lot of the stuff that, like, yeah. happened that to her body. Traumatic. And then once, like, her family yeah. moved on, she was able to move on. And, like, she yeah. had to move on as well. Mm-hmm. That so, like, also scared me. <laughs> you know, that really, it that did. Scared it scared me. Like, me a lot. I was really like, what am I holding on to? Like, <laughs> <laughs> am I a ghost? <laughs> like, this, like, am I here? Yeah. But I brought up The Good Place because in The Good Place, it's basically, like, I'm not going to run it, but, like, it deals a lot with, like, the philosophy and ethics of, like, heaven and hell and, like, what happens after death. Mm-hmm. And basically, like, in The Good Place, there's this point system. So The Good Place is oh, a metaphor for heaven, and The Bad Place is a metaphor for, like, hell in the show. And we basically follow this character, and she, like, is being, she accidentally, like, like, heaven is, like, it's people who coded and shit. Like, there's people in the universe who, like, Work as secretaries and they count up people's points. Like every human has a person who's I'm not choice. gonna watch this. <laughs> this sounds like <laughs> terrible. I want you to watch it because it's a good show. But like the the what I'm trying to get to is like the way that they um like represent hell isn't like all fight like you know like the dramatic theatrical way. Yeah. yeah. But it's like everything that ever annoyed you in life, you have to endure that forever. And I I'm thought that was... clowns. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm scared it. of clowns. Like, <laughs> whatever the, whatever you really don't like happens. Like, if yeah. you don't like wearing wet socks, they will make sure you only have wet socks. You know, like, <laughs> just deviant. I'm really you know? disgusted. Which I think is it's funny because, like, you were talking about... <laughs> like, Johnny, you talked about reincarnation as a bit of a punishment for not getting it right in the first life. But mm-hmm. I think the yeah. way Doge talked about it, or maybe the way I understood it, was like... I mean, more so punishment, but it sounded more like opportunity, you know, like no to get. <laughs> but that's like <laughs> you don't, that, you don't like no, <laughs> like it's like so. Say <laughs> my idea is like so. Say I'm a professor and mm-hmm. I'm like a shitty ass professor. I'm mean as hell to my students. Like I'm a, I'm really a terrible professor and I'm a terrible person you would be reincarnated as a student with a terrible professor. Like, that's <laughs> my idea of, like... Okay. Like, you... It's your karma. It's your mm-hmm. karma. That's that's my idea of reincarnation. Uh, but I also think that I don't believe in hell because it would directly contradict my idea of a higher power mm-hmm. as somebody that's not a punisher and that is forgiving and that is loving. I don't believe that they would... I don't believe that that would be something that they would conceive of. And I don't believe that there's anybody other than them that could conceive of a hell. So I don't, I don't think that I could ever say like, you're going to go to hell. It's like, you just hit that dog. You're going to reincarnate as a dog and get hit. Like, (laughs) that is interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. That's the good place sounds terrible. Like <laughs> West out like I'm thinking of what annoys me the most. Like the little act- kids yelling outside or some like crazy about some dumb stuff. Like it's, I'm gonna have to deal with that my whole entire existence. Like, mm-hmm. is there no possible way for me to change? Oh and 
like really well, no, that's what like. the show. That's what the main character deals with because she was supposed to be assigned to and then the bad place. One. She was supposed to be assigned to the bad <laughs> place, but they got her found mixed up, and she goes to the good place. So then they have to deal with like how to basically like the main characters they are trying to break down the hierarchy between the good place and the bad place, and they're trying to figure out a different way to situate people after they die, which I think is like. I think it's an interesting way to think about it because, like, especially yeah. when we all don't have, like, you don't know what's going on. It's just cool that the show tried to, like, we really figure don't. out a way to, like, you know, like, to play with it and break it down, which I think was cool. But, yeah, I get what y'all are saying. And people are individuals. Like, sometimes they make decisions not out of malice, not out of, like, oh, I'm still in this person purse because mm-hmm. I, just, I just like to flock. Like, no, like, I need to feed my family. Like, I, I know family members that we're stealing diapers and baby wipes. Like, Mm -hmm. so you're telling me that because I don't have the money, my child doesn't, doesn't deserve to get their ass wiped and have a clean Mm -hmm. diaper. Yeah. I also think that's where the dissonance, at least for me, like I I think that good and bad, like good intentions are objective in the eye of like God, you know, like Mm -hmm. if I was in, if like somebody was in an abusive relationship and they murdered their abuser, I think that person's going to heaven and I, maybe the abuser is going so to hell. I don't know. You know, like I don't, I don't know how it's judged, but I know that like, yeah, I know that goodness is not the goodness and wrong are not the same as what we think it is. Like yeah. the same way we don't yeah. do a good job at figuring out religion or spirituality. I think that we don't know what's good or bad. We lock people up for shit. That's not even Exactly. rules that existed yesterday that aren't even true today you know like and we, we don't lock them up for rules things. that have been in place since the beginning of society literally like. so i think that like things like that is like <laughs> my eyes are just really big because whoa excuse me we really don't we, whoa. we really don't yeah but yeah i think like the how you were talking about truth john like the subjective and objective truth can fuck us up a lot you know yeah. of like what is right and what is wrong yeah because the law fuck the law if i gotta kill somebody to save my mama life i might just have to do that you know like mm-hmm. and i my conscience i don't think that killing is a good thing but it's something i had to do to survive if i'm in self-defense mode you know like yeah and if i'm I, hey if i'm gonna help it out you might just have to take me because <laughs> i don't know listen <clears throat> lock me up the, I ain't gonna say the all that. Let me not tempt God. <laughs> <laughs> Let me not. I ain't gonna say all that. But yeah. I feel you. But yeah, I feel you. We have some other good questions. Yay! We've been talking for a long time already. We always do this. We, yeah, we've been going over. I was so scared that it was bit. like I was gonna be awkward. No, <laughs> it's just literally a. I conversation. thought it was gonna be like. You don't talk. But our conversations <laughs> flow so easily. Like you guys are very good at like picking up like when this person's gonna stop talking, when am I gonna start talking? <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Um, what else we got on this list? Okay. Does religious relief need to be rational? Hold up. <laughs> start over. Or, like, does it need like do religious reliefs need to be rational or do like? Do it has doesn't have to have reason. This is a bit more subjective, I think, because like, or at least the first thing I thought about was like cults. Like, <laughs> that's like it don't make no sense why you want me to, you know, do all this crazy. Yeah. Like, so to some, I don't know, because religious beliefs, 
I'm not too tied to those, but they do need to make sense for me though. Like I'm not, yeah, I'm not giving off unless it makes sense to me. You yeah. know, like I'm not about to give you my whole check if it don't. Ten <laughs> percent, yeah, ten percent. I'm not. No, you know, like that makes sense. Yes, it. Yes, the religious part needs to be rational. I think. I don't know. But I do think it needs to be rational for you. Like yeah. I'm, mm-hmm. and like, well, in the sense that, like, okay, because the first thing I thought of cult when you said that was Midsummer, because I just watched that a couple weeks <laughs> ago, but. Like, that's not rational to me. Like, you're not... The the intention behind it is not... is If it's not serving, like, people outside of it in a positive manner, then I don't think it's rational. Okay. Like, it just... Okay, because, like, if you're hurting people as a result, I don't think that's rational, and I don't think that that should be uh-huh. a thing or exist. I'm going to fight you on Midsummer just a little bit. Ooh. Because I don't know... Are they a cult? I don't know if they're cold. I interpreted them as Jana like says a, yes. as an ethnic <laughs> as an ethnic group, but they seem like a cult because what is we went summer? in a movie. Have you seen it? No, you it's haven't. on Amazon Prime. You got Amazon? Yes, you need to watch you it. You should. I think yeah. For the listeners too, the like a one sentence synopsis. So basically, this white woman goes with her boyfriend, who is the like graduate ethnography type of student. Yeah, that's the best way to describe them. But they're going to this village with one of their friends, who's from this native village in Sweden. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't, they, Midsummer is a, like, is it a I, Swedish? It's a, it's a festival. Like, uh, um. It's a like, Swedish, Icelandic type, not Icelandic. Like, like, ritual ceremony. I get white ethnic group mixed up. But basically it's this, <laughs> like, these group of people who live in Sweden in a secluded area and they just live their lives and practice their lives in a different way than we do, like, in modern quotations modern society yeah um and while they're there they just they have to like reckon with all these weird things that they do and weird traditions that they have and that's oh, the best like way voodoo. to say that without spoiling the movie no it's not really voodoo. It's no like voodoo from black ink crew that's i just rationalized it and it, it makes it sense, sense to me. me okay i'm like i don't watch black ink crew enough, <laughs> but um it is just it just gets dark it's a it's a darker movie but i also think that that's because of the perspective that we went into the movie with because if we didn't, if we started the society in this world and those rules, like the rules that these people have, like one rule in the movie is like once you become like age 72 or whatever, mm-hmm. like you get sacrificed. They do human sacrifices to like the sun gods or like, you know, like they just practice life wow. and religion in different ways. And I, who am, I, I think that I wouldn't call that a, I, okay. In the modern yeah. terms, yes, it's a cult, but like. Those is really I I'm leaving room for it to be subjective because we went into the movie and the our main character is a white woman who's a, a white American woman and her white American friends who go into this community who practice things differently. So yeah, it seems like a cult because we come in from a different perspective. But if we were inside of like their world and That's those normal. rules were the norm, it would yeah. be normal. And I guess it was irrational, but maybe it wasn't because all everybody who got sacrificed and died. Except for the foreigners who disrespect the rules, everybody else who died like participated in their death. You know, like it was a sacrifice. I I agree with you, like because that's how I thought about it too. Because there's just one, so they show you one of the sacrifices that happens. That's like, and like the, all the foreigners are experiencing it in different ways. Like they're dealing with their own emotions. And like mm-hmm. Chamaka had asked me, like, what would you do in that moment? And I was like, well. 
shit, I can't do nothing. Like, yeah. that's not me. Like, I know, like, you know, I can't say that's anything. That's not my life. Because that's, yeah. yeah, that's not and, the life that I live, you know? Yeah. But I think maybe we'll, maybe I, you just invalidated my point, but just like <laughs> <laughs> for this movie, for the case of this movie, because like the way, okay, a lot of people get killed. I'm going to just say that. The way that that happened, I, is that rational? Is it because they fucked up too bad? Because I feel like they wasn't fucking up that bad. But it could also be like, actually, no, never mind. I'm not even going to talk about this movie no fucking more because I'm going to just let you watch for yourself. Yeah. Because now I'm thinking about what she said and it's, all of it is reasonable. <laughs> in that setting. In that setting, it's all rational. I so. Think, I don't think. But I, no. Yeah, no. Um, yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think we have to always think of cults as negative, though. Like, I think we use it in a negative way, but, like, something could be a cult and, like, not be, like, killing people and stuff like that. Like, y'all wake up at 5 o'clock in the morning to, to dance around a pole and, like, chant or something. Like, yeah. You, and I also think cults are active decisions. Like, from what y'all talking about, if you're killing me at 72 years old, and I'm aware that this is a rule in the society that I'm in, I have 72 years to run, and <laughs> I didn't run. Yeah, because I'm participating. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Like, I didn't run. So, cults are active decisions. Like, you yeah. being there is an active decision. And if I was there, I'm going to turn the other cheek. Like, that's really, yeah. like, I'm not, I'm not going to live in this cult. I'm not going to grow up to be 72 and die I'm not, I hope, but yeah. like that, that don't, that really has nothing to do with me. And I think that if that's the way that they want to practice their religious beliefs, mm-hmm. then that's, that's just boom, baby. Like that's mm-hmm. what it is. Yeah. But that's what I was saying. I, I feel like that's not a cult. Like once you have mm. active decision in it, or just like thinking about like cults that we've heard of in the past, like Jim Jones and making all those people drink that juice. Like they didn't have a choice. Like, they just were like, yeah, we're making the decision to drink this juice. But beyond that, they didn't know they were making the decision to die, like, to be poisoned and die. They didn't make that decision. And I think that's the irrational part of cults. It's like, people, you indoctrinate people to this one thing, but then you subject them to this other thing. Like, but I think that's that's how you're defining cult. I think being a part of a cult is actually being a part of that group of people what what the hell happens in between and after but like whatever happens in there is like that happened you may not have actually participated in it but you decided to be in that cult you put yourself in that room no yeah you're right i'm just saying like mm. that like jim jones compared to like midsummer i would say midsummer is a cult because even like the way it happened in the movie, <laughs> my opinion is invalid i know nothing about no <laughs> yeah you need to watch that's why movie. no that's why i'm giving you context like jim jones yeah. those people drank the juice and they didn't know that they were being poisoned yeah but in midsummer these two people who they stayed here for this and they yeah. there was a whole procession up to this mountain they literally jumped walked off of this mountain they weren't pushed there was no like yeah it was just them doing that and i think there's a difference because in that society with a different religious practice they had autonomy versus Mm -hmm. like in a cult that autonomy is robbed from you like you have like i made this decision Mm. to do this one thing but this is a larger cost that i'm signing up for that i didn't see or know of and that hidden part i think is the irrational wrong part but is that an irrational wrong part of the cult or the person? I think the like, cult leaders Jim are the Jones. problem. <laughs> but does that yeah, define the entire yeah. cult, though? To me, cults are bad. 
I would things that are good that are group setting things. I think have a different name than a cult. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm not trying to rap. I'm not trying to say they're good and bad cult. I don't know if you guys have seen the originals, but no. um, like the group of witches in the originals, I believe they called themselves a cult, and they they um basically were practicing this um this like ceremony where you had to kill like four young witches or whatever and those four young witches knew that they were gonna die Mm -hmm. and um they were told that once they all killed themselves they will all come back to life with like greater powers which was true and they knew they were gonna die and they went into it knowing that they were gonna die but then the way that they were killed they were like they didn't know that it was gonna be that bloody and that like sacrificial Mm-hmm. Or they knew they were sacrificing themselves, but they didn't know, like, how you, like, slit a pig's neck or, like, slit a sheep's neck. Like, like their necks were being slit. Mm-hmm. And so, once they saw that, they were like, yo, what, this is not what we signed up for. But it's like, this is, you signed up to be killed. Like, mm-hmm. we didn't say we was going to do it pretty. Like, you wasn't going to yeah, drink poison. <laughs> yeah, that is like, hey, you didn't read the fine print. <laughs> <laughs> That's wrong. Hard enough. I don't so like that. did they just not read the fine print when... That's crazy. Yeah, they can do a good job of thinking about, like, this is what this means. Death is death. Yeah. Like, nobody told you how we was going to get you there. Nobody yep. said that. Yep. I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like that. This is a good one. Can there be morality without religion? And while we're there, oh, yes. let's talk about atheism. Yes. I... That, because, okay, because... We had come up with this question because basically at the basis of most religions mm-hmm. is to be a good person to yourself and to be a good person to others. Mm-hmm. So it's like, quote unquote, yes. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> when it's like, if you don't have any like basis of that or if you don't have any teaching of that, like then how do you go about making decisions in the world? Like, are you just, do you think... Well, I guess because that kind of, we kind of talked about like souls being innately like mm-hmm. good, like, or yeah. the purpose of souls being good. So mm-hmm. maybe like, I don't know, yeah. but it is kind of like, how do you come to those like decisions of morality if you don't have religion? Or, I mean, if, or if you do, cause I mean, either way you could make good or poor decisions, like whatever it is, like mm-hmm. any type of choice. Yeah. But in terms of morality without religion, I think Yes. I really don't know. I'm going to take that back. Redacted. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It's a hard question to grapple with. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Philosopher D? Oh, I like that name. <laughs> I think... Um, I think... I know what I think, but I don't know how to word it. But I don't think that morality and religion are dependent upon one another well religion may be dependent upon morality but i don't think morality like if religion never existed i think morality still would have come into fruition and i think morality would exist um because i think like when you do something good like there's a feeling that you get like i'm all about like feelings like even when you're a little kid like if you were doing something that you know you were not supposed to be doing like you knew damn well you were not supposed to be doing it. Yeah. And, like, 
when you I I remember distinctly like when I was a kid and I would do something good I felt so good about myself and not even like through validation of anybody else like I felt good about myself and I felt happy and I felt like I guess that's where like the spirit of goodness takes over my body or whatever so I feel like even without religion, these spirits of goodness would still exist and, like, they would still inhabit your body when you do something good. And I think that we know. Like, I don't think that we're non-knowing beings without somebody telling us things. Like, I think if somebody was... I think people can be oblivious to, like, doing wrong, but I think that there's there's very well... Like, they know very well when things are right like I don't know if you guys saw what was that um atypical it's this like guy mm-hmm. he's on the spectrum and he um he like is going throughout the world and um like he knows like he doesn't he's not really good at picking up social cues but he knows when people are being mean to him and he knows when people are being nice to him and he knows like he he knows that stuff even though mm-hmm. he's like very bad at picking up social cues and he's like very blunt and very direct like he knows he has feelings when like like I know you're being mean to me even though you're not saying it with your words like I I can feel that so I feel like there's a feeling of like I know that I'm doing something good I know that I'm doing something bad whether or not I'm going like what which bridge I'm gonna leap off of that's my decision Mm -hmm. so I think yeah yeah Hmm. what do you think Nia I definitely think that morality exists in a different space than religion and I think it's interesting because I do agree with you, Deshae. I think that religion is dependent on morality. Mm. But I also think that morality can be subjective. Yeah. yeah. Which is shaky, which is why I kind of get why religion feels a strong desire to implement morality mm-hmm. because it is so subjective. Because, like, if we're basing it on, like, the feelings, you know, like, there are people who have conditions, like, like how that, like, that person you said who's on the spectrum, like, there, there's this, I've just been watching a bunch of videos about people with different, like, um, like conditions and one of them is mm-hmm. called like Williamson's yeah. syndrome where like you're happy and like you can't detect negative emotions from people so like you literally oh, yeah. you just assume that everybody is good and like that's that's really dangerous like that's a condition yeah but it's it's literally a mental state of being that is like chemically induced that is beyond your control like you can't wow. you know like that's your morality like mm-hmm. you think that everybody is good And similarly, like, on the other end of the spectrum, you got psychopaths and sociopaths who, to them, like, implementing pain on other people is satisfactory. So the feeling that you get when you do something nice to people gives them the same amount of cortisol in their brain because that was good to them, you know? Like, it made them feel how you feel when you do something good. So I get how they're they're different. But, like, for me, morality, like, I try to... For me, I feel like it's rooted in empathy. Like, the golden rule is important to me. Would I want somebody to do this to me? Probably not, so I probably shouldn't do it. But I do have the choice. Am I going to do it still or not? Mm-hmm. You know? Like, yeah. hmm. So, I don't, and empathy is subjective too, because some people want some of the craziest they've done to people to be done to them. You know? Like, mm-hmm. so who really knows? But I do think that they're in independent spaces. I don't think goodness is associated with any release of any chemicals like you can't say that I feel good because 5,000 
whatever grams of dopamine, which just, I don't even know if dopamine <laughs> comes in grams, but like, mm-hmm. I don't think that like me feeling good is from a chemical release in my body. Like this is where like the soul comes in for me. Like mm-hmm. it's not a bodily thing. Like I could feel good. Like, like, Ooh, do I want to bring, but like sex can feel good for so many people. And it's like, but like, is that fulfilling your soul? Like, would I say that that's necessarily moral or immoral? Like, mm-hmm. no, I don't think that that's something that's moral or immoral. And I don't think that it really, I don't know if it has an effect on your soul. If somebody feel like mm-hmm. they can give me some soul affecting dick. But like, I feel like it's a, it's a soul, it's a soul activity mm-hmm. too. To get the spirit of soul goodness in That's very Janae Aiko of you. Oh, she should activity. name a song. So it, has, does she have a song named Soul Activity? I don't know. She should name I don't one. Know. That's good. Coin it. Sell her that. <laughs> Trademark. I agree with you. I think at the end of the PM. day, like, when I do a good thing, I'm satisfied. Mm-hmm. More so, not bodily, but I know that, like, that's, it's not the important thing about it, but it's yeah. the thing that happens, like, yeah. when you have sex, chemicals yeah. run through your body. You know, like... Mm-hmm. And for some people, particularly people who, like, are, like, differently abled or on the spectrum, that is a way in which, like, like, that's what delineates us from sociopaths, you know? Yeah. Like, so that was just the example, but I do agree, like, that's not the most important part. Like, oh, yeah. if I do this, I'm going to get some cortisol, you know? Like, <laughs> but at the root of it, like, I don't know. Some people would agree that at the root of it, it is like that. Like, I feel good. Like, yeah, my body is reacting to my, me feeling good in this way. Mm. I think that goes back to, like, people needing structure. Like, somebody needs... There are a lot of people who need to physically point at something to say, this is... Happiness equals this. Like, pain equals these neurons firing off in your brain. And it's like, no, you can't tell me that the firing off of neurons looks the same as, like, my pain. Like, that's not what... It, even though that's what happens in my body when I experience pain, that's not what pain is. Like... Mm-hmm. And you can't, you can't convince me of that. But there are a lot of people who, like, usually, like, scientists and people who are, like, South Campus, like, they'll say, like, no, I need to be able to point to which chemicals are being released when you're happy, and that's what happiness is. Yeah. Yeah. And even beyond that, like, I think a lot of people do that to, like, replicate it, and that's just never going to work. Drugs. Oh, wow. <laughs> Drugs. <laughs> that just, yeah. like, so in the concept of atheism. Oh, oh yeah, we <laughs> dodged that one. Because, like, <laughs> I mean, quick. Well, I know. Mm-hmm. I kind of really cycled through what y'all said, cause like, yes. cause in, cause if your soul like feels good with certain actions, then that means that atheists, people who identify as atheists, can exist in the world and still have good morals. I subjectively, objectively, I agree with that. But here's my case as to why atheists really <laughs> worry me. <laughs> Atheism doesn't make sense to me because. I, like, the way that I think about even religion, like, and even spirituality, I can only conceptualize it through my experiences. Mm -hmm. Like, I have been in church, I have been in conversation with people, and I felt like the spirit, and I've been like, oh my God, this is a important, you know, moment in time. Mm -hmm. And to me, it seems like someone who's atheist, they don't have those moments, they don't have those tangible experiences within themselves, or they are ignoring them. And that worries me as to why you would want to do that. And not saying you don't have good morals, but I know that that's a decision you made or an experience you don't have for whatever reason. So it's kind of like, 
that just makes me weary that you're ignoring. Like, I think our spiritual lives and our souls dominate so much of what goes on in our life. Like, mm. we're always in conversation with our souls and with our spirits and with our intuition that you ignore that conversation or you ignore engaging with that dialogue so much. For what reason? I feel like it has to be sinister. I'm scared. <laughs> like, that worries me. I don't know. Yeah, I, I can I understand but why I, that I think they could be good people. You. you know, like, they could be a good soul who just does good things naturally, but it worries it, I'm weary. Cause, okay, because for me, with atheism, I just feel like it means that you don't like, okay, because we talked about everybody having a purpose. Like, uh, your soul has a purpose. Mm-hmm. But I think it means that you kind of not missed the mark. I'm not really trying to shit on people who are atheists. But, like, you know, like, you just feel like your life doesn't have any purpose. Like, or I just can't. I don't see them, see people who are atheists <laughs> understanding that there's a purpose in life. Because if there was, I feel like then you would understand that that comes from something else bigger mm-hmm. than you. So I don't. That's just how I conceptualize that it. That kind of feels like nihilism, though. But that's different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. What are your thoughts on atheism? Um. So let me get this right. Atheism is when you worship the devil. <laughs> no. no. Or atheism is where you don't believe in God. Like Not there's no thing. God. There's no other being. Oh, so like right, agnostic. So. Like I only, I can only know what I know. Like that's what agnostic is. I think agnostic is like I can only I know only know like what I see or like only know like what is here. Atheism is it's, agnostic is like in the middle. They believe that nothing is known or can be known. Yeah. So they don't necessarily they don't have faith or disbelief in a god. But okay. atheism is there is no god. There's no God. No deities. Like no at all. There's no higher power. We are by ourselves. There is no spiritual how did we other realm. Yeah. (laughs) Big bang. (laughs) Big bang is their explanation. Big (laughs) bang. So you're telling me how did the big like I just think (laughs) sorry. I really was totally gone with what y'all were talking about. I'm like, wow, we're really talking positively of devil worshippers like (laughs) (laughs) Girl no. Um but I, I think that, I don't know. I don't think, I don't want to say that those people don't have a soul, but I also think that it's very important to get to, like, the root of, like, why do you feel this way? Exactly. Like, what, like, because a lot of people, their religious beliefs and their spiritual beliefs are definitely guided by their, like you were saying, their individual experience, like their mm-hmm. life. So in their life, like they could be the type of people who have never seen any formation of goodness or godliness in their life so they truly believe like i've had the worst deck of cards dealt to me like there there's no possible way that there could be someone that you guys call loving you guys call forgiving that just dealt me the shittiest deck of cards in the whole casino Mm -hmm. so i think that people um who are atheists i think they're maybe just like they're just a little lost i think their souls Mm. are just a little lost and they just haven't found what they need to find to be fulfilled yet yeah Mm. yeah it just sounds crazy they're just roaming souls like it sounds crazy that's a good some like way to end it i just had this thought (laughs) because okay 
what do y'all think of why do bad things happen like I mean just like because I feel like there's oh I've seen this question I mean just like (laughs) slavery how do we conceptualize that in terms of what is supposed to happen and what isn't supposed to happen like are bad things like that supposed to happen genocide that's just supposed to be happening like I feel like I've had not had this question before but I've seen it pop up like where was our creator then like (laughs) Mm -hmm. during that time but what do y'all think you know I my thoughts about like what God is and how God operates is very different from what I want God to be and I think that's a space where I'm still growing, like, spiritually, like, mm. figuring that out. Mm. But I don't think that, and I'm not, like, justifying it, but I don't think that God's job was to ever make our lives easy. And not saying, like, I don't yeah. think, I don't, I don't think it's all, I don't know, because what does that mean? No, but I, I've seen this, something, it was, like, we think that the universe owes us an easy life. I was literally just going to say that. Like, yeah. you know, God yeah. does not owe us absolutely shit. Like, yeah. God gave us life. That is the greatest gift that you can ever ask of anybody in that position. Like, we have life. Like, we are living beings. Like, like I can't, like, if it was possible to make everybody good, like, like that's I just I just don't think that's a job of the higher power. Like and I also think that that goes back to this binary that you were talking about of heaven and hell. Like God is supposed to be this this great person who's like who's our great being that has the ability to to change things with the snap of a finger, who has the ability to make our lives hell or make our lives great because of some type of function or rule book that we're following or not following. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think that that's the job of the higher power. Like, honestly, like, if the higher power wanted to sit back and laugh at all us for being dumb, like, that's the higher power's prerogative. But I don't <laughs> I don't think that there are, I don't think that there are, like, any, any, anything that is owed to us as humans, mm-hmm. like, mere humans, like, mm-hmm. like, souls traveling with, bodies lugged around like what what do we do yeah we do think i think we're naturally very entitled because it is like you gave me a life so you must think i'm important because i think i'm important so of course you want good things to happen to me and don't they yeah right but it's also like how we're saying like it's not always like good or bad i like believe in purpose really heavily to where like yeah like yeah right (laughs) like (laughs) yes this bad thing happened to me but this bad thing stopped happening to me and now I'm over it and there was a lesson within that. So I think that everything mm. happens for a purpose. Everything good or bad happens but for a slavery? purpose. I'm not going I don't I don't <laughs> I like listen, I don't know how to rationalize yeah, that. Back. Yeah. I don't yeah. I don't know how to yeah. rationalize that. But I'm yeah. talking about like my own life, like when I look back I'm like, oh my God, like okay, I get why that happened because now I couldn't have lived this experience without knowing that. Mm-hmm. The Holocaust? stop stop (laughs) but like you know like I think that God doesn't owe us anything and that there's an order to things like you have to go through these things in life like Samuel Jonah said there was a plan and a purpose that is like predetermined before you like 
it's not very it's not linear in how we think about time yeah. it's, it's things that have to happen and you have to go through those things sooner or later like you your choices will help you go through those faster or sooner in a different pattern or a different way or whatever but like you have to encounter those things you have to go through grief you have to go through renewal you have to go through rebirth you have to you know you have to mourn you have to feel joy and be happy like there's a time for all of those things and in the down moments it feels purposeless because that's not a good feeling you know and we have to reconcile like why i have this bad feeling but it's like there's purpose in that even though it's not doesn't feel good or it isn't good yeah there's this like interesting philosophical idea that like the higher power is like is just like thought like it's just like the universe like it's everywhere it's in the air that we breathe this it's the water that falls from the sky and so like it's not one overbearing entity that makes choices and that and that decides right and wrong and that says oh I'm just gonna abolish slavery it's just it's just the universe like it is just all of these all of the like things that like literally all of this space like all of this moment is the higher power and so Mm -hmm. like it's not even something that has the like not capacity but has the purpose of like making things good or bad it's just like it just makes and it just is Hmm. i've never thought about that that's interesting yeah it's a very tough concept because it's like (laughs) Because I think yeah. a lot of people, what they want out of religion is answers. Like, it's like, it's answers and it's also like, I'm like, I'm going to hand that up to God. Like, I'm going to give this up to God because I can't handle it with my humanly. And like, it's, it's relief that we're looking for in religion a lot. And it's yeah. like, I don't think that the higher power really offers us that relief. It's just, mm-hmm. you here, I'm here. Mm-hmm. That's interesting because I think like even when like a lot of people pray or they practice religion, they do so cheerfully or like happily because they wholeheartedly believe that God is going to do them a good thing, you know, which is like, that's not always true. Like nobody promised you that, you Mm -hmm. know, and you can't blame nobody because when you signed up for this, you didn't know that. Like Mm -hmm. nobody promised you that. But I like that, like thinking about that idea a lot because... That's just really interesting because I also am a fan of this idea that like God is within everybody or like God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, the Holy Trinity, how we think about it in Christianity. Like I think that that is a part of everyone, Mm -hmm. you know, like I'm thinking about like the like to me, like the thoughts are like when you're talking about like how does God speak to your mom? Like (laughs) for me, it's like when I hear a voice in my head, like, you know, that tells me to do something, do this. I'm like, hey, you smart, you know, like. Let's go do that. And, you know, that is within me. Yeah. But I think that is of God. Yeah. So, yeah. I think that everybody has that. And I think that's connected to, like, our souls. Yeah. So, like, it, it makes sense to me that it could just be this thing that's moving around us and within us and through us. And it's just a lot more fluid than hierarch- hierarchical and linear than we think about it. Yeah. And that's that, like, goes to the point of, like, if we think that God is supposed to make something good happen or make something bad happen like that's why I believe in purposes because it's like since 
that being is within us, we need to make that good ourselves. Yeah. And we're making us that ourselves. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's like, that's all that we can hold anybody else accountable for is of themselves and Mm -hmm. of what they're of, which is supposed to be this higher power or all Mm -hmm. knowing being. Yeah. Like it implies action and responsibility. Yeah. On our part. I think a lot of people, I think my understanding of religion is just like, if I if I were to practice it, my practice in it would be for, like, the actual praying that I'm doing, the actual going to church that I'm doing, those actions are for my relief. It's not for me to ask for something. It's not for me to, to think that mm-hmm. you're going to give me something back. It's because what I'm doing, the actions that I'm doing, is giving me relief on this in this lifetime in this world yeah it's not because like i actually think that like me praying to you is gonna solve my problem but me praying to you me talking to you helps me let that go and makes a clear pathway for me to solve that problem which is of the higher power which allows me and everybody else to do that so i think that there just needs to be I think that most of the people that I get along with that are religious have that understanding that like I'm not I can't just to pray and something. go home and do what I'm doing. Yeah, like yeah. And then it's like in time it'll come. Like no, in time you need to make that manifest. Like yeah, yeah. there's work. I think work. that's also a personality yeah. trait. Like that's a real personality. <laughs> be like I want to do this. I want to do that, girl. <laughs> so do it. And then yeah, yeah, not you know, put any work into it. Yeah, know? like. How do you expect things to happen if you don't do anything on your part, on your yeah. behalf? Yeah. Like, that's just things don't materialize like that. That's like, lazy. That's yeah. a mindset. That's yeah. a mindset. That's a mindset. And it's lazy. <laughs> it's like lazy say. faith. Like, yeah. you, you yeah. think it's going to happen, but you're not going to do nothing. If I think something's going to happen, I'm going to try my damn hardest to make it happen and still believe that it will. Because yeah. I'm doing, not, not only because I'm doing stuff, but, like, for me, I also trust that, like, God is, you know, like, pushing me to do those things. Or, yeah. You know, like situating things so that it's easier for me to do them but if i'm not in the right place when i need to be to get my blessing it clears your mind and it clears your soul yeah. like going to church praying that is people's way of clearing their mind and clearing their soul that so that it is so that whatever this higher power or like being is trying to whatever message they're trying to get to you is is much clearer because you're able to let go of these worldly things mm-hmm. yeah yeah I, we have two more questions left but they're really not as important as, like, a point I want to talk about. Um, like, our show is for black women and femmes. Yes. Particularly. Yes, so, yes. we need to discuss black women's That's relationship me. to spirituality yes. and religion. Because... Yes. I think we... about these white references. Well, I think we hold the on the way. Like, we hope... Yes. <laughs> like... She closed her laptop. Yes. <laughs> The amount, no, even like, even to connect this to the literal pandemics that's, that's happening right now, the amount of clout and like hype that is being, the amount of literally it's credited clout and credited hype that's being given to black women who are like spiritual and have all these like concoctions of like, this could literally heal you about you. Y'all should have been drinking this tea of citrus fruits and all that stuff since the beginning of time. Like the amount of people who have turned to that for COVID-19, it's like, duh. Like y'all didn't know that black women were the key. Like literally like, yeah. our even souls like, are different. Like different. Divine. We built different. different. We are built different. We are souls built and, different. <laughs> but even like, even yes. things about the pandemic now, Beautiful. like black women are physically like fighting like as nurses yes. and like yes 
more so than anybody else. Like even to the the point of like not because it's not a sacrifice because society is sacrificing black women's lives medically. Yes. But like we are dying. Yes. And what does that mean to our spiritual experience as black women? That yes. we are dying because of this damn pandemic yes. and the lack of like access in health care. And like not even that just like the lack of access, the lack of resources, like it's and even when we do get that access, when we do get those resources, we're not believed. We're we're being gaslighted into thinking that, oh, you don't actually feel that way, like, oh, you're, you think you're losing too much blood during childbirth? Like, oh, no, we don't think you are. Like, no, you're not going to die. And then a black mother ends up dead. Like, mm-hmm. it's like the healthcare system and black women within it, it's just never been a mesh. Like, because our black bodies, period. Like, but specifically black women, like, they think we're some type of fucking superhuman, yeah. super, in like, yeah. sweetheart. I'm not a superhero. Like, give and- me the epidural. <laughs> And what's interesting about that is that perception, like that perception is true, but okay, I have a question. That perception is true, but at the same time, part of me is trying to conceptualize, like my experience was growing up in the Baptist church, black women, like as a young girl, I did not like grown men. I didn't trust grown men. Yeah. You know, like I'm like, I knew men were down from a very early age. So like black women, black elder women, like shaped my how like my grandmother my great aunt my mom shaped how like they taught me how to pray and you know like what it meant to like have faith and like you know like all those things and Mm -hmm. things that I still practice till today that bring me peace and sanity and they help me navigate my life in a healthier way yeah I think Mm -hmm. but like have do black women like flourish spiritually are like and not saying we all flourish spiritually like we have hardship but are we more equipped to handle our emotions and our experiences throughout our lives because we've endured so much oppression or are we actually built different do you get what i'm saying i think it's a combination of both you think so because there's only a certain type of person that could survive shit like that from (laughs) for generations and still come out on top there's only a certain type of bitch (laughs) that's built for that life and it's black women so like even though yeah so like it's innately within us but it's also like a, a product of like things mm-hmm. that we've experienced. So yeah. if the world was flipped upside down, this is really just now you really a yeah. metaphor. Uh-huh. If the world flipped upside down <laughs> and, and white women have had like white women had the experiences, or their experiences were analogous, analogous, whatever, to like our experiences as black women throughout time and history, mm-hmm. would we still being having privilege, having black skin, phenotypically everything has shifted like would we still have that type of spiritual, like, acuity? So is this in... So we'd be... So us as black people would be in Africa and white women would be enslaved by white men? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. No, no, I'm just thinking, like... Is this flipping blackness and whiteness? I'm not talking... It's flipping blackness and whiteness. Like, if, if, if aside from, like... Like, if, if the experiences that we had were ones of privilege and power, uh-huh. would we still be spiritually attuned? Like, is our spirit... Is our, Privilege and power. Is our spiritual, like, development, our spiritual connectivity closely tied with our oppression? Because, like, think about slavery. Mm. Like, when I'm out here in the shed and I hear master coming, I'm praying. Like, I want to live. I want, you know what I mean? Like, I I didn't, I wasn't even thinking about that. I literally (laughs) didn't. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, that was, like, praying and singing hymns. It's, like, how, like, that's, 
like I'm this is real physical pain that I'm enduring my only the way that I'm rationalizing this and making this survivable for me making this survivable is through singing this song or praying or calling on God because that's all I got like I don't have no I don't have too much and nothing else so like is that is that amount of oppression what caused like black women to get to that spiritual space or is it well, think it's of this way. Else. Let's go back even further before slavery. Mm-hmm. Like, black people were still at the top. Like, African people were still at the top of inventions. And just, like, yeah. we've always been spiritual people. So, mm-hmm. I think that right. it, you know, like, yeah. it's never been, not never been, but, like, a product of our oppression. Like, we've always been this way. I think yeah, it's, and it's just a matter just of us oppression. getting back to that. I think that. what mm-hmm. slavery was was an oppression of who we were as spiritual beings mm-hmm. and we're mm-hmm. getting back to that so i i literally believe that we're getting back to that like slavery mm-hmm. or our ancestors being enslaved was a har- trying to harness that that spirituality and we're coming to the recognition of like hold the fuck up like I'm built different. You built different. You like, I forgot who I we was. We all built different. Like, like literally it's a, I forgot who I was. First. And I honestly yeah. truly do not believe that the, the roles could have ever been flipped. Like, I don't think I don't that either. African people <laughs> yeah. were back in the day thinking, cause like you said, we like, we were inventing shit. We were like at the top of the food chain. Our land in Africa was the, Top like notch. it was the prized possession the, the prized yeah. possession like it was the motherland like it had the most resources mm-hmm. naturally mm-hmm. and like if we really wanted to we could have been like ran through europe like we could have ran through europe if we really we had the people we had the resources like yeah we, we had the food. mindset we could have ran through them we did not make that decision to do that because i do not think that that is a part of like mm-hmm. our spirits like even to this day, like, I wouldn't want to do nothing like that. Like, and then even if well, it did happen, like, even if it did, I don't think it would be long-lived. Because I don't think I'd take too much time. Like, mm. it'd probably be like, yeah, it doesn't, oh, it doesn't I enjoyed it for, like, two days. Like, yeah. like my soul is yeah. not happy by pillaging yeah. and colonizing other people. That does yeah. not serve me. That doesn't make me happy, which yeah. is why, like, you have to be sinister and vindictive to enjoy that and continue to do that for centuries and centuries and centuries. Yeah, like, I'd, I'd want you to feel how I felt definitely so you don't do that shit again but at the end of the day like I don't think it'll be fulfilling for me to be like I'm gonna I'm gonna put I'm gonna put my foot on your neck and I'm gonna keep it there for all of eternity like not yeah. put my foot on your neck That's for, a as lot of energy. for as long as your, my foot needs to be on your neck and then I'm gonna I'm gonna let it off just so you know who's who the yeah. fuck now go live your life and be happy bye <laughs> yeah and don't do it again yeah like and yeah. that's yeah, I think you're right. I think black women have always been built different. I just, <laughs> but that is something I think about, like how tied, like how, like our oppression and, and our navigation and experience, like they affect how we interact with everything else, you know? Yeah. And it, it takes away from it. It's inhumane. Like it takes away from those things. But I, I just went to wonder what y'all thought about how much it like influenced it. But I think you're right. I think you're absolutely right. I think that like women, even like, and after before our shit got rocked, rocked, <laughs> rocked. like rocked, women's black women still ran, ran through, this shit, ran through, ran through. Yeah, like literally, women, like so. literally, even like reading historical texts, you can see like people writing like 
black women literally feeding their children while at work and while like Mm -hmm. while providing for the rest of their family it's Mm -hmm. like we are built different do i need to spell different out for you because that's (laughs) how we are built like whole nother level and it's just a part of our creation like nobody else could ever you could never be built like a black woman never (laughs) you couldn't even build yourself now i'm thinking about what a black woman is like i wouldn't want nobody to pray for me except a black woman i don't want no white men ever ever i'm nervous especially if i'm just the power of black women and like black women's minds black women's love black women's souls like being in a room of black women seeing a picture of black women smiling with a black background like that (laughs) that detail that 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 detail that alone fulfills me but being in a room full of black being in a room of three black women right now Mm -hmm. like this is just a different emotion that you could never experience outside of any other space and you will never be able to recreate it you're right. Except for with black women. Yeah. <laughs> like, Step in. Period. Yeah. We well, We yeah. need to wrap it up. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that was so beautiful, though. Yeah. That was a lovely conversation. I think that our... Well, let's do put your name on it first. Yeah. I have some good quotes for the end. You do? I do. I have two that okay. I would love to share. Aww. So let's explain <laughs> put your name on it. So, yes. Um, it's basically a segment where we just manifest things for the upcoming week. So, mm-hmm. like, it's usually on thing with our conversation, but whatever, like, you want to manifest for yourself for the next week or the next stage of your life or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Like, we just state them out loud. Yeah. Yeah. I think I can go first. Okay. Um, I think ever since quarantine happened, I've always been manifesting, like, good health and peace. Um, and I think, like, during this time, I've been thinking about how, like, I don't worry about that enough. Like, we need to be healthy. We should practice health more. So I'm manifesting and praying for good health and well-being for everyone. Um, discernment. I need discernment all times in my life. I'm trying to figure this out. Help me, God. Like, figure out <laughs> how this is supposed to be, you know? That's good. Um, so discernment. Um, I think that's all I got. I like that. I like discernment. I think that's something that I don't think about enough. But, or like try to manifest in my life. But... For me right now, I think knowledge. Honestly, we were talking about the what are they called? The symbols. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Ankara. Ankara symbols. Yes, for the Afro grad sashes. And knowledge just stood out to me the most because I that's I feel like I'm always searching for more, and mm-hmm. I was getting really bored. And I was like, I have at least ten books that I could be reading right now. I can't be bored because I have other things to learn. There's always something to learn. So, I guess just, yeah, reading. <laughs> like, more reading and taking the time to not invest so much in, like, social media and, like, other things outside of spiritually nurturing myself. Um, I would I say, like, first and foremost, I want love to show itself. Just, like, not even, like, love. And from a partner, but just like appreciation more so, like appreciation and like support, but also like clarity and mm-hmm. fulfillment of like 
a lot of times I feel like I'm really like a wandering soul so I, w- I would like I would hope and pray that like I have a moment within the next however long you want to give me <laughs> like however long you want to give me like I just want to have a moment where it's like wow like that's exactly how I feel like that like this is this is it like this is what I'm here for a reason not on this earth but like I'm in this physical space Mm. hearing what I'm hearing talking to who I'm talking to for a reason um and also just like Oh, I'm asking for a lot. Like y'all for like two things. <laughs> you can make it as long as you it can ask you for want. what you want. Yeah. But just like um just like I want I want to feel I must I want my soul to be happy. Like I want to just like you know how people just be walking around happy for no reason like what are they happy for? Like I want that to be like me. Like ridiculous. I want just I want my like soul and like my body joyful. to like emit happiness. Like mm-hmm. I want to be the light not the light <laughs> like I want like I there's so many people that I can look at like wow your soul is happy like and I want I want a path to that happiness to open up to me because I feel like bodily I'm happy most of the time but like once your soul hits that happiness like mm-hmm. can't nobody you can't touch me like <laughs> above <laughs> you ascended ascension I want to ascend the gods. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. That's good. That. That's good. I love that. I never thought about like thinking about that ascension manifest. I love that for you. I'm I dead. Feel like it's inherent. I think maybe that's why I don't think about it, but there's something you need to let's speak and verbalize mm-hmm. and like, yeah. you know, intentionally work you know. And I wanna write more spoken words. Ooh, I'm gonna just yes. throw that in. Like, I need to definitely get on that because I have a whole bunch of like unfinished cup half full type. Like, yeah. So Doja will be back on our show to read a piece for us. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for volunteering. <laughs> Y'all are niggas. <laughs> Both of you. She'll be back. Because um, I feel like the thought came into both of y'all heads at the exact same time. <laughs> yeah, we're... Spoken word. Here. Uh, like, we're here with it. Yeah. <laughs> um, hit us with the quotes, John. The quotes. Yes. yes. Okay, Final the first word one... for the good of the people. Is from... Is by June Jordan. She's a black writer. Or she was. Um, oh. Many rivers to cross. But says, I wanted to live my life so that people would know unmistakably that I am alive. So that when I finally die, people will know the difference for sure between my living and my death. I want to cry. Yeah. <laughs> the Very <tears>. beautiful. <laughs> but I also have a lot of Tearing questions. But let's keep going. I just thought it was a very beautiful quote. It's very beautiful. It's not beautiful. to me. Like, I I'm yeah. putting, oh my gosh. That's Only past. Be... June Jordan? Yeah. Yes. And after we heard that quote, sure. we know the difference between them living and them dying. Isn't that so poetic? Because you have to ask. Yep. Yeah, I felt it, and I, I didn't even know you were alive. Doing. But I know the difference. You know the difference. The you know the difference. Well, read June Jordan. That's the message. Um, yes. my last one is well known. At least it's well known in my mind. It is from "When I Get Home" by Solange. The okay. intermission. Mm, the scholar. We deal with the freaking. Mm. It's not about the physical manifestation manifestation of sex. Now we deal with the freaking. But that's in volume two. 
First, I'm trying to get the woman to understand the dynamic power and the spiritual energy. Do you realize how magnificent you are? The God that created you is a divine architect that created the moon, the sun, the stars, Jupiter, Mars, Pluto, Venus. We are not only sexual beings. We are the walking embodiment of God's consciousness. I literally got chills. Yes. That's literally what is meant by, like, God is thought. Like, I literally got we are the product of their thinking. Yeah. And they, like, we look at shit like the star and we're like, wow. And that's God looking at us like, wow. Yeah. Like, like yeah. wow. That's why it's never made sense to me why people, like, mean people hide behind, like, Christianity. But it's literally, like, I believe in God. And if God made me and I think I'm a good person, he made the world and he made people who I think are beautiful and good people what it, that means that the same thing is thought about me you know like I was chosen to exist in the same place and time as is an earth that is revolving and like I get to breathe air like all of these things are affirming the fact that I am a creature who has a purpose mm-hmm. and I think that that's so beautiful and poetic enough to be like everybody deserves that nobody should yeah. be ridiculed for that it's like you're really inhumane and weird if you think otherwise you and know, I was given yeah. the power to change what is around me. Like that is a a, a gift, a privilege that you were granted. Like I, that's showed. Yeah, that yeah. always amazes me. Like that thought never ceases to amaze me. Like exactly. Whoa! I can do anything. She over here breaking stuff in Doja House, y'all. Yeah. yeah, it's okay. Yeah, y'all. <laughs> I'd rather her break stuff than not be here at all. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so moral of today's show, you are important. Yes. Read June Jordan. Read June Jordan. Yes. If you're a black woman, you're extra important. You're extra important. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're listening to this show and you're not a black woman, Venmo us. Yeah. Yeah. Ask us. Find us on Twitter. You know where we be at. You know where we exactly. stay. Thank you, Jose, for you. coming on here. Yes. Anytime. We love you. This Thank you great. so much Anytime. for coming. Philosopher Beautiful. D. Philosopher D. I call myself Philosophy. That's how did that get better? That got so much better. Philosophy. Oh my god. Uh-uh. Boom. Boom. Let's boom. get out this fucking recording. <laughs> That's a school of thought. <laughs> no. No. We'll see y'all no. next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.